Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to the two to the two to the two in the think tank season two episode one. Yes. It's good. Finally. Everything changes. New season, new us. Yep. You know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a different man. Yeah, I'm now Mark, and yeah. this is <laughs> Gavin. Craig. Gavin. <laughs> Craig Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, you know, you see a lot of... Uh, hyphenated surnames. But, well, in French, you see a lot more hyphenated first names. You do. You're Jean-Paul's. Yeah, you're Mary Claire, uh, Claude's. Okay. And Mary Claire's as well. Yes. But, but yes. Mary Claude. <laughs> Um, and you know it's just nice. It's just nice. New births, new beginnings. Mm-hmm. The sun is sparkling in the trees. The birds right. are crying in the, the sea. The <laughs> <laughs> um, wind howls. The logs are becoming alive and swiping at us. Sure. Mm. You know the the leaves are growing underground. The roots are in the air. Everything's gone topsy turvy, or should I say turvy topsy? <laughs> And so we're going to try to keep going, doing the, th- the, the show as sure. as it was, but I don't know if anything uh, uh, will come out the way that it normally should because this is a new season mm-hmm. and anything goes now. We could change the rules. We could do the three words from a, from a listener up front. Do you want to? <clears throat> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Okay, we got three words from a person who's donated $3 to the podcast. On Patreon. <clears throat> Thank you for supporting us. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for the gift of money. It helps us immensely, especially during these, the begin- we're now at the beginning of four to five months of unemployment. The long winter time. <laughs> we gorged our, our, our mm-hmm. hairy bellies mm-hmm. uh, at the catering table of our previous work once yeah. a week. But it, 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 will it be enough for us to suckle our young th- through to um, the rich times of the coming winter? I want you to all know that no, it's not. No. <laughs> but, but it helps. It helps. Yes. And so the three words from a listener, this lis- listener has called themselves Poo Poo Bum Man. Okay. And there are Do three... you have any idea who it might actually be? I have be? no idea who it is. Wow. What an effective pseudonym then. It's really working. Do you yeah. think, I think that Anonymous, the group Anonymous, should mm. have chosen the name Poo Poo Bum Man. I think it's a, it, w- it would have been a wise decision. Mm. People would take them less seriously. And then they might underestimate them. Exactly. And then they might be able to achieve even greater forms of disruption of mm-hmm. the norm. That's right. Because which they... is maybe what they're after. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They'd be like um, Mormons or something. Mm. I think if they're like, like choosing a name, the name Anonymous, mm. it is like... It sort of makes them not anonymous. Like, it gives them an identity. Like, they should have chosen a name like Gavin Wilkins, yeah, right? Okay. And then when you Google Gavin Wilkins, like, not only do you get the group Gavin Wilkins, yeah. previously anonymous, mm-hmm. but you also get all the other Gavin Wilkins and their, you know, IMDBs and that sort of thing. And then you kind of are anonymous amongst exactly. the, all the others. You slink into, you know, mm. but the, we'll... the an- anonymity you so crave. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, anyway, something to think about there. Yeah, should I write this down? <laughs> the anonymi. <laughs> Other ways of becoming for for anonymous to call themselves anonymous. I don't know. Mm. It's not quite a sketch. I would have called myself Google. Mm, that's good. Something that is ungoogleable. Mm. They can't find even themselves, each yes. other. A yes. group that's probably <laughs> struggling to work together. As it stands. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe. So the, but yeah. the three words from Poo Poo Bum Man. Yes. Are. The first word is T-I-T-T-T. Mm-hmm. It's, it's long tit. It's sort of like yes. a long tit. Mm-hmm. The elongated. Well, really the 200th episode where we came up with the 17 
hours worth of 200 sketches was the longest tit of all. So far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So far. Yes. By the way, yes. thank you to everybody who's listened or helped in some way or mm. even commented or, or or remained alive for the duration of it. Yes, so that there are people who this. have already listened to the entire thing. There were people who sat and watched the entire live stream. and we um, Thank you to all of you. We're in awe. Now let's get to Poo Poo Bum Man's words. Okay. Tit. Yes. Is. Yes. Finished. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in a way, yes, the longest tit of all is finished, mm-hmm. okay? And, um, you know, our, our our long tit has dried up and become useless, mm-hmm. withered and fallen to the ground. Mm. I mean, that makes me feel like, wouldn't that be great if any, all of your body parts, whenever they were done with a task, mm-hmm. they would start drying very quickly. Each body part that only has one task... Well, no, I'm saying that after every task. So maybe it's just a process that happens faster. So we're talking like a disposable penis, right? That it is used for the purpose, whichever so purpose you Mm -hmm. choose to use it for. And then after that, it dries up and falls off and a new small baby penis (laughs) begins to emerge, right? So so Ah. then you would, then that way you would never have to use the same penis that you use to pee. Correct. And you would to, to, uh, Wait, so after every time you pee, does it also dry up it and dries fall up off and, and then a new off. one grows? Yeah, How right. long does it take in your mind for this penis? Not, not, not on, on, in hopefully, your mind or on your crotch? Yes, I hopefully there will be no penises growing in my mind. Mm. Um, but um, I would say, I don't know, I, I would give it like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's yeah. good. That's a healthy turnaround. Yeah. I feel like if you overuse your penis, you would wither away at the task of sort of constantly replenishing it. Mm. I think it should f- dry up and fall off like in like a, like leaves in in autumn. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, look, that's great too. It could be but, a seasonal thing. But I picture if you go shoveling, mm-hmm. you know, you got to shovel your driveway. As soon as that happens, both your hands fall off. Mm. Like that, <laughs> you get a nice fresh pair of hands fresh for the next task. Hands. Which would mean, I think, you would also have to eat more, mm. right? Which obviously would be difficult, more difficult mm. without hands. But what are arms if not large chopsticks? Correct. Exactly. But, of course, once you've used them as chopsticks, they dry up and fall off. (laughs) (laughs) And once you've seen this horror happen before your eyes, your eyes dry up and (laughs) flake out of your head. Yes. And we're constantly being refreshed. That's right. We're we're, we're being born anew. Like a comedian's ticket sales during the comedy festival, Mm -hmm. we are constantly refreshed. God, imagine how how good it must feel to be Mm. that ticketing website. During those glorious they, twenty-eight days, they must have to advertise on those on those sales reports because they would get so many views mm. from just people. Each just refresh re- is yeah, a, each click, you know, each refresh. That's got to be a scam. We can make work somehow. Nobody refreshes a page more often. Mm. So, do you think this is a sketch? Just it's it's you know that's right. So you get to eat more because you you just need so much more mm. matter. Mm-hmm. But then also you're know, not putting on as much weight because you're all that. All that matters going straight into your... Uh, just drying up and flaking. Drying up and flaking. Does this mean that, like... I mean, I, for me, I like the... Se- mm. There's a season... I like the seasonal element because I like that, um, That you know, in, the, in that glorious time in spring, you could walk down the road through drifts of freshly fallen penises. <laughs> so you don't think it's something you would do privately? You would go out into public... <laughs> I think that they just dry up and fall out their bottom of your trouser leg or something sure. like that as you go about. And you your kick business. it out, sort of like the like the like dirt in uh, yeah. in like the a, great like, escape. In the great escape, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a metaphor that has come up for me a couple of times recently. Mm. How unusual! Oh, How unusual! Unusual. Mm. Um, no, I, but I, I mean, like look, I, look, but I also I, think that there could be something to you know that a man when a man's reproductive life is done. You know, mm. and I think, and I'm talking like at the age of forty, this should happen. Yeah, the penis should dry up and fall off, of and then you're yeah. like you're no longer do that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. or or you do it with, you know, with the, the toys available in shops. Sure. And so then, then then it's no longer for just pleasure. It's for you know, it's focusing on other people's pleasure. Or or well, maybe their bits have also dried up and fallen off. So it's not even for their pleasure. Right? Yeah. It is just for the purposes of perpetuating the sex toy industry. Mm-hmm. You know, which, which is, is a valuable contribution to the economy. And give someone pleasure. Sure. You know? The accountants. The accountants I imagine. and possibly the CEOs. Mm. Um, it's not so crazy. Um, We're I, not so different, you and I. No. That's what um, 
your sons who are twins must say to each other all the time. <laughs> they do. I'll teach them to say that. Do you want me to teach them to say that? Teach them to say that to each other. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> the irony is, Alistair, they have such distinct personalities. Absolutely. I mean, God, you try and be me trying to convince somebody else of that fact. It's tough. Mm. But I see the differences. Absolutely. It's different as two boys who have different ways of drawing things. Yeah. Does yeah. one still do tiny circles? Yeah, Arlo does tiny little details. And, you know, when they were just, just yesterday when they were doing writing on Grandma's birthday card, Finn did huge blue lines across the whole thing and Arlo did tiny little squiggles mm. and he would say, oh, that's an ant. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh, he cares about the tiny... The, the, you know, you got one who's macro, creatures. one who's micro. You mm-hmm. should just change their names. Yeah, I should. I should. One of them is bigger as well. You know, and once I was I was writing in a notepad near my uncle, who I don't mm-hmm. see very often, but he came up to me and he was noticing that I have tiny writing, and I think probably because I had small writing, because anytime I'm, I'm in public and I'm writing down any ideas, I don't want anyone around me to read them <laughs> because I feel ashamed. Yes. Like that. And he came up to me and he go, you know what they say about people with small writing? Tight assholes. And I went, wow. <laughs> Do they? Is that a thing they say? Yeah, but so that might be a thing. Mm. Anyway. I think I think you could probably write with your bum. You could probably put a pen in your bum and write. You could definitely put a pen in your bum. You so could that's, definitely, that's at least halfway there. Yeah, so far, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the that's thing, barely a hurdle to the, climb. The, tr- the trouble, the trouble is, is having that backstop that allows that you stops to the pen from going all the way in. All the way in. So I think you would need like a specially designed pen, right? Well, I mean, with a little may- ring stump to stop well, it. Going why couldn't in. you just create a product yes. that is like a little, like a little cross that goes? Why not a nice Jesus cross? Okay, that goes that you put your pen through the middle of it, through the middle of the cross part, mm-hmm. like that, and you just slide it to the middle of the pen, mm-hmm. like that, and then it just kind of hooks there and it stops and it's rubbery yeah. and it's got a lot of grip on that This pen. is basically almost you're describing exactly the specially designed pen that I was talking about. But the great thing about your one, Alistair, mm-hmm. is that it doesn't just have to be used with, for pens, right? Now you can stop any small, you know, cylindrical mm-hmm. object from going all the way into your butthole. A chopstick. Well, exactly, but also a tweak. It, it means that if if it does somehow just let a thing in yes. accidentally, you can just get another that that your cross <laughs> bit won't that that cross bit that we've that you've proven doesn't work. Well, it might you not can work. use again. I mean, you might have been cooking and you just had a lot of sesame oil on your fingers, and oh, yes. so when you when you put it on there onto on the, the chopstick thing, on the on, on the cho- onto the, on the chopstick the, onto the wooden spoon you were going to use to stir the meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, the spoon isn't going to go all the way in. No, you're right. You know, that's... You see, you're right. If, no, the spoon isn't going to go all the way in, but it is going to go a long way in and no longer protrude far enough to be useful for stirring. Well, it Okay, depends. so you don't want... You, it'll be useful, it depends. but it'll be pa- painful. <laughs> I, I, think, I would argue that it might almost not be useful anymore, right? Sure. I think if you were stir frying, that's fine. But if you were mm-hmm. if you were stirring a deep soup, yeah. I think you, I think fine you, you is need, a strong word. You need a strong word for what you're trying to do. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You know. I mean, one one might be able to argue that you haven't been fine for a while. <laughs> What? Cause, just because your feet are up on the counter I- either side of the hot plates and the, you're crouching walk. pantless <laughs> or wearing crutchless panties. Thank you. Because it's more distinguished. Because you, know, you, know, you have people over. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gyrating over the walk. <laughs> You know, a, a, a poor choice of pan with such a shallow spoon. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I feel like the wok is a quite a good choice of spoon. Oh, but pan. you're going to be burning your legs because as you lower your buttock to get those, you know, the, let's say some of the onion that's sticking to what the bottom. Would you, what pan could you possibly imagine that would be better? Just a shallow, regular frying pan. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, you picked the only example that worked. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So. So what is this? Is this a sketch? Is this idea? a sketch? I mean, idea? it's a product. 
I mean, I think just the fact that there's a there's two brothers going into this same business. Okay, right? are they twins? Hey, they have you know, different attitudes. It's like I think it's like isn't there like the Budweiser guy and the guy who created the German Budvar are like brothers as well, something like that, and they both right. just took the same recipe, but one took it to America and mm. one made it anyway. Well, you know that the Aldi Corporation is actually it's split up in Germany into two Aldis, I think, and one had like East Aldi and one had South West Aldi. Al- or Aldi. Yeah. That wouldn't be a East yeah. Aldi. And <laughs> one's a communist a, Aldi and the other one is... Something along those lines. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, so it's two brothers who are trying to create a pen that you can that you can slide into your anus so you can write with. Yes. And, you know, this could be for people who don't have arms. This could be... At this point, it's such a late-stage capitalist idea <laughs> that... They've, it almost doesn't matter they why. They don't need to come up with the idea why. They go, this is something that will sell. Yes. We can sell enough of these. We've we've done the maths, but they but they split on whether or not to make it a a single use, like like you know, it's a pen that is sure. that it's built into, or it's just a fixture you put onto mm. a pen or anything that is around, around it, the size it, of And yeah, pen. it becomes like a platform. It becomes like the iPhone where you just build the platform, you build a platform good mm-hmm. enough, and then you leave it up to the developers to find what they can do with the technology. It's exactly. an open source kind of thing where exactly. really this is just, it turns your butt into a little gripping hand. Yeah. Okay. And now it's up to the market to determine what it is that people want to grip. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you try and go the Apple Store angle where you try and maintain a little bit of control yeah. over exactly what it is so that people know <laughs> that whatever that they're getting to put into their butt gripping hand is going to have a certain level of quality or, or of uh, reliability. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that, that's the brother who decides to make. You know, a butt gripping pen mm. and a butt gripping spoon mm. and a butt gripping shovel and everything like that, right? And then the other one goes, "Well, I'm just going to create this this fixture that goes over the things, mm-hmm. and you can decide." Right. And it's these two conflicting ideas, and and then you see them play it out and explain mm. what you know they're explaining to their people why mm. their idea is the greatest, mm. and they have a, they each have a manifesto, yeah, and 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 they're demonstrating it for people, and they go to they go to big food fairs, mm-hmm. and they you know they're cooking stuff in front of people, and they're up there on the counter, and they're great sure. salesmen. Well, and, they're going around to their parents. Um, uh, house for dinner because mm-hmm. they still get together for family dinners, but then they're fighting over who's you know, and they're demonstrating up there on the mm-hmm. counter who gets to cook the meal for <laughs> yes. mom and dad and and, and the sisters. And the new parents husband. are just so supportive of both of them. Mm-hmm. We don't see why you have to fight. What you're doing is so important. <laughs> um, so it's supposed to say we're both doing fine, and <laughs> our ideas are as good as they ever were. You know, if not better, if uh, not better, definitely better. Yeah, thank you. We've broken through uh, to the other side. Well, I think Mark uh, what's and Gavin, great, Gavin. What's your other name? Uh, Claude. Can't remember. Gavin Claude. What, what What's great is that we're. I feel already more tired than I did at the end of the seventeen-hour episode. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it is that thing of like if you start recording later in the day, after a full day's work. Well, You're already you, tired. No, there's only, you, you've only got so much tiredness that you can feel, right? Um, yeah, so, I, uh, yeah. And so now you're just having to compress it into mm. a, sh- a shorter amount of time, mm-hmm. and that's why you feel more tired. Whereas, you know, we had 17 hours to feel tired last time, mm-hmm. and so we spread it out so thin that we felt so awake, probably more awake than we ever have been. Now, here's, here's, here's my great thought mm-hmm. process that I just went on while yeah. you were talking, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, caffeine wakes you up, but there aren't any drugs that make you sleepy. We should pitch drugs that make you sleepy. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Then I realised there are lots. Yeah, a lot of them. We're probably drinking some of them right now. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) no one one is pitching the feeling of tiredness as the thing. Mm. No, wait, I take that back again. That's people who take sleep drugs. Yeah. That is genuinely the selling yeah. point of it, is being tired. Being tired, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, um, still. But? Would have been great if I'd been the first person to think of that, though, wouldn't it? But there's no drug that makes you feel somewhere in the middle. Mm, okay. <laughs> Which is probably where people need to be most of the time, or are. Yeah, a little bit tired, but mm-hmm. a little bit awake. And that's great if you're too awake, say, if you're high on speed, mm-hmm. or... Too sleepy, say, if you're too sleepy or high on heroin. So uh, is what we're pitching here the speed ball? 
Isn't that the uh, the combination of an upper and a downer that uh, sort of Oh, well, we're not... We're not no, 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 this is a new... This isn't a combination of anything. This is not a combination. This is one pure elemental mm-hmm. product it's, yeah, it's something... that hits you in the exact middle. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're not... We're not going to do this through some magic potion. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be through years and years of research, finding yeah exactly a single compound. We're gonna we're gonna milk we're gonna milk spiders. We're, mm-hmm. gonna, we're, mm-hmm. gonna, milk we're gonna scrape the underside of of beavers' nostrils. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna chew on lichen. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're going to lick rocks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to find something that is. Easily applicable. Again, haven't we just invented mood stabilizers? <laughs> sure. But tiredness stabilizers. Sure. Sure. Um, All right, it's no good. Yeah, sorry. I, well, I, I, I absolutely, Alistair, will accept that I gave you a bum steer, right? What about this? Which we could do with our yeah. new product. <laughs> the bum steering wheel. <laughs> um. Uh, no. Uh, what about this? Wait, where's it gone? Oh, Alistair, before I was at Bumsteer, giving you Bumsteer. Oh, well, what about this, right? Mm. A drug that that only gets you addicted to the drug. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have any other effects, yeah. right, other than making you addicted to the drug. So there's no high, mm. there's no um, buzz. Yeah. There's no mellow anything. There's no, and right. there's no hangover. Yeah, it doesn't open your mind or anything like that. No. It literally all it does is get you addicted to the drug. Yeah. So you can and it, and it, and because it, all it does is make you addicted to the drug, it doesn't affect your performance in any way. You're still able to be, you know, perfectly mm-hmm. functioning as an addict. Yeah. Right. But oh, that's all you are is an addict, and uh, it uh, it's a great way to get the experience of being addicted to something without any of the. Um, the negative sides. The negative sides, like feeling good so or <laughs> great. And do you think? Do you think that like accessing any apparent higher truths or yeah. anything like? You know, I, I feel like this is something that I could come at because what I really don't want is to be in a, men- uh, uh, you know, too much of a an altered mental state. Mm. But you know, I don't necessarily addiction of its of, of itself isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing. And there's a credibility that comes with it. Oh sure, absolutely. Do you yeah, think- here is an addict. Yeah. It's called addict. Addict all. It's called... Addict all. Yeah. Because everybody who takes it, it becomes addicted. That's right. Is that a sketch? Well, it I mean, just it gets you addicted. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do anything wrong, but it's just something that you'll want to buy all the time. Yeah. But, but not because it'll... Not because it's like... But it's not motivating you through making you feel bad. Mm. You'll just want it. Yes, yeah, right. That's yeah. right. And not because it makes you feel good no. when you take it. Just, just because you want it. And but then what what would it um how would you get like does it cost money or is it free? This is like the opposite of an of an idea that we had maybe on like one of the first 10 episodes yeah. where we came up with a product that makes you feel unbelievable. But you don't get addicted, but it ruins your life because it makes you feel so good. Yeah, right. Because you just don't want to, like, you know, you just want to take it all the time. Mm. But you're not addicted. Mm-hmm. You're not even psychologically addicted. Mm. You just want, want it all the time. But That's this all. one does nothing. <laughs> this one does nothing other than really make you want it. I mean, is it possible? Is there any way in which that couldn't ruin your life, though? Like, like the idea of having something that you just want all the time. I mean, I guess you take it and then you're, and then you're f- free of the want for mm. it for an hour or something, right? Or, yeah. or maybe not. Well, I think, I maybe think you that... want another one straight away. <laughs> I'm, I'm chain, I'm chain popping these. Yeah. But like, I guess it depends on how hard, like whether wanting would feel bad. Hmm. Sure, I think it does. Because I think, yeah. Well, then, but then that's that's then then that's bad. But what if it's like. It doesn't even make you want it that much, but that's what's so addictive about mm. it is that there's there's actually no effect. Sometimes wanting things feels good, doesn't it? Like mm. like if you're like in the early stages of a relationship or something like that, kind of flirty kind of you know thing of like wanting to like need it, wanting to see the person. Yeah, well, it's to... quite a nice feeling, mm. you and know? you get to have that f- feeling satisfied of like getting a want mm. satisfied. Mm. Yeah. 
So you've achieved something. Gives yeah. you a sense of achievement as well. That could be really addictive. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's a little abstract, you know, but there might be something there. It just gets you addicted. I think the slogan uh, really sells it. <laughs> it just gets you addicted. That's it. <laughs> and then and then all like all the other people saying like it doesn't make me doesn't make me feel bad. Yeah. But it also doesn't make me feel good. It just gets me addicted. It just gets me addicted. I just like that I want it all the time. It would be, it, I mean, it would be a great thing to invent, right? It's nice to want something. Exactly. It's something that you're in control of as well, right? Because you can just, you want it, you just go out and get it. But um, I think, it, like, if, I, if you were a, a sort of a, a company, a drug company or something, what a great thing to invent, right? be so good. You just get everyone addicted. It doesn't hurt anybody, but you just get everyone addicted. Mm. And then you can say, well, actually, we've invented this thing. Basically, you just plug it into your guts. Right, and then mm. it just provides you with the thing all the time, and you can just feel exactly normal as you did before. But you just have to pay us, right? Yeah. You have to pay us on a subscription thing, fifteen dollars a month, and you'll just feel normal. It'll be yeah. like nothing. But I mean, isn't the way, that the best? Well, isn't that wait, wait. the best business model you could come up yeah, with? Yeah, but then it's but, fi- you get charge you charge people fifteen dollars a month to feel exactly the same. Well, but then you're not letting them get to want it anymore. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've undermined that element of it, but now yeah. I'm just thinking of a cynical, you know, um, yeah. cynical uh, capitalistic kind of world in which you can just charge people just to be. Well, I mean, I think that's maybe a separate idea where you just want people, you go, why not just pay us $15 because mm. maybe you don't have enough subscription services? Yes. <laughs> If you if, if if all your subscription services, all the, the amount that they take out per month mm. adds up to say an uneven number, right? Yeah. And you love it if they it, it came to it rounded up to just like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. So it was easy to keep track of. We have a service where we'll just take that extra bit of money out of your account per month so that like mm. the total is exactly a hundred dollars and you know. It's easy to do the mental arithmetic. <laughs> Because or else, what, you're multiplying 97.3 sure. times 12 months or whatever. It looks disgusting on mm-hmm. your numbers. You don't need to feel yuck like mm. that. We will take an extra $2.70 out of your life every month. Yeah. I think, I think, I think what, what it is is it's a, it's a s- subscription service service. Right, so when you, whenever you sign up for something new, new, you sign up through our service, mm-hmm. right? And then we combine all the bills of all of that together, and then we just charge you a hundred dollars, yeah. okay? And it's we round it up for you. We round it up. We do the rounding. <laughs> we make the maths easy. It's easy to keep track. Of. We don't. We don't. You know. Um, but then you, maybe you think, oh well, now I'm paying too much, so I'm going to get rid of Netflix. And then you go, okay. <laughs> Cool. Well, now that's taking you twelve dollars down, mm. and now you've got this ugly number. So we'll round that back up to fifty-five or whatever. Sure. You know we're at ninety. You know, I think a hundred is a good number to add it up to. <laughs> sure. We'll round it back up to a hundred. <laughs> Do you remember what it's like being in your twenties? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. All episodes of Queenie premiere June 7th, streaming on Hulu. Um, you were You were on a great... Great thing where you were signed up to that wine company and then they were just taking money out of your account mm. just in case you wanted to buy wine with it. Yeah. And How so much I, were they taking? I think they had taken it out like five or six times because when, when I bought the wine, they were like, hey, now we've put you on a list and you're on a waiting list to eventually become one of our angels. Right, this was like you know those wine cards that you get that says like get here's a fifty dollar card and it gives you basically a discount on a twelve pack of yeah. wine, and and then they said put you on a list of angels and then for a few months I was like getting things saying you've moved up the line you've moved up the line and I was like well I mean I'm I think at some point I just kind of put it in the spam or whatever so I'm yeah. not seeing these things all the time. What is an angel? Well, then you would get like special 
first dibs to different kind of things that they would get or maybe special deals on different yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so then eventually you do become an angel, which I hadn't realized that mm. I had become. Uh, and then well, part of that, which I hadn't read, is that they just take 20 or $25 out of your account every month or every couple of weeks or whatever and then put it in a special, just in a special fund that's like, this is your wine money here in case you want to spend it. It is such a fucking scam. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it's the it's the one of the most brazen things I've ever mm. heard. I would I would suggest that possibly the whole point of that angel thing and the updates to tell you you're moving up the line mm. was specifically so that it would annoy people enough that they would then mute or send those mm. emails to their spam. So when they did yeah. finally tell you, by the way, we've started billing you, you're no longer seeing those mm-hmm. emails. I, I, are you writing this down? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you're writing the Roundup uh, yeah. <laughs> business. Yeah. <laughs> We're the Roundups. <laughs> yeah. I think it, another thing they could do, right, is at the end of the day they come over to your house and they go through your wallet and stuff like that mm. and they, <laughs> they, get rid they see of how much cash you've got. And... They get rid of all the change and then they round that down to, like, you know, some nice note figure. Yeah, or and they give you, like, a crisp note. Mm. That's the idea. They come to your house, you know, they yeah. just go through. The, you, you know, you point them where the thing is. It's like sort of like the tooth fairy, but you leave money under your bed. Mm. <laughs> you leave coins under your bed. And then in the morning you wake up, there's a nice crisp note, the lowest, the next lowest denomination mm-hmm. of note. Yeah. <laughs> or if, you know, you only had sort of like $4 or something like that, mm. they just take everything and just get it. <laughs> it's get all rid- gone. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> they take that bucket of change you've got. It's the change fairy. Yeah. <laughs> and they jingle their way in at mm. night. And you see the change fairies jingling down the street, their pockets <laughs> bulging. Um. But, you know, that company, I, I straight away, like, reported them to the ombudsman or whatever oh, to, like, yeah, awesome. to one of the things just to kind of go, like, I mean, they haven't got back to me uh, whether or not they've investigated it. But there must be so many people that are hooked on this mm. that just, like, have, you know, like, as soon as I said something, they refunded my money. Mm. But, Which they would do because they're like, oh, we don't want no trouble. We don't yeah. want anybody looking at this scam that we got going. Yeah. Here. And so they must just have so much money just in there that they can invest or whatever they can do mm. different things with. You know what I call the money that I want to u- might one day want to use to buy wine? I just call that my money. It's just my money. And yeah, I, can... I do have a fund for that money. It's called my bank account. Yeah. I keep it all in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, good on you guys for trying. Yeah. Angel wines, I think is maybe what they're called. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you heard it here. This is now or a consumer wa- do- watchdog. Yeah, right. Naked Angel? Naked Angel. Maybe Naked Wines. Mm. That's what it is. Anyway, we've got to keep moving. Well, I just wonder if there's any kind of idea in that, you know? Like, Mm. in a, I mean, it's such a a great scam. You know, I like, Mm. like, uh, I think, I think, why can't scams be franchises? You know, why, you know, because really the old, I think franchises Mm. very often turn out to be a scam. But I think, a uh, a, fran- a franchise where we basically we offer you a, sc- a scam that you can get involved in, mm. right? We sell the idea. We come oh, up this great scam. You do this, you mm. do that, right? Now you sign up and you can get to have our you know Jim's scams uh, logo. <laughs> so what, so <laughs> you can you put can it on the side of your people. scam van. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think this scam franchise is a scam? No, it's actually quite a legitimate yeah, business. They're, they're great. They've been really good to me. <laughs> um, sure. I mean, I like a scam franchise. Yeah. Um, they're uh, yeah. So they're 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 pr- they're quite upfront about it. Maybe they even <clears throat> they even advertise on TV. Well, know? we don't sell scams. What we're sc- selling exactly is an education program mm-hmm. so that you can learn how to scam. Yeah. Um, because because we... because so many franchises and so many investment opportunities turn out to be scams. Mm. So we're empowering you by putting the scam in your hands. Mm. So right? you can be the scammer this time. Last time I w- uh, last year I lost seventeen thousand dollars to a scam, and I said that's the last time I ever lose money to a scam. Now I'm the scammer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Jim's scams, I scam. 24 hours a day while I'm sleeping even. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so easy. You know those, those people who are making money from home without, you know, like they make $3,000 from home? They think they're making that money. I'm making that money yeah. off them. <laughs> I'm scamming them. 
I mean, this basically is a pyramid scheme, is it? We've invented the pyramid scheme. <laughs> a little bit. But, oh. but it's more blatant about it. Mm, like that. And, but maybe they can also s- sell the scams to oh, other people. Sure. Pyramid scheme is, is one of the types of scams that you could you get you learn about Absolutely. at the scam and you could school. scam people with mm. and then there's like a, you, you, even more basic level skips what about this it's kind of like an alternative to like those impro troops where they have all the different levels and that sort of thing mm. but it's a, just a scam group so instead of learning about impro you learn about scamming and being a con man and that That's sort right. of thing and they start you off at basic stuff like falling over in shopping centers mm-hmm. or like throwing yourself in front of people's cars and then yeah. asking them for money giving giving like ten dollars and then when they give you change you say wait I gave you a 20 yeah that kind of you stuff. would learn that day one that's a what day a great one kind scam you know and, and and you know a lot of people they come in gung-ho a lot of stand-up comedians when they come in they come in and they say uh you giving me change for a five for five dollars I gave you three hundred and sixty dollars you know right. because that's because they think it's all about you know going big early but a no, lot of no. those scams have got to be more subtle it's all about truth and personal connection that's right you know, yeah, little gains throughout the day. You've got to do a lot of scams. It's mm-hmm. not about one big scam. It's about a lot, a lot of <laughs> so small scams. Nine scam. to five, go ahead, <laughs> scamming. If I make, you know, six, seven dollars an hour from scamming, I consider that to be a successful That's a, hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you're not working for the man. You're yeah. the man. Or the, you know, or whatever the other ones are. Yeah, that aren't men. Yeah. <laughs> It's also kind of hu- yeah. hustle, hustle academy, you know. Yeah, my my hustle. I don't want no hassle, but a scam to me. Mm. <laughs> scam. A scam. Wait. A casca me. A casca me. A casca me. it's too. It's always too good. A casca me. <laughs> My my sons, my sons, all three or just two of them? Just the two, the talking sons. Yeah, um, they. Uh, I just realised, you know, we we say let's look for another truck, right? And they say there's the another truck. So mm. they think that when I say ah, another truck, they're saying let's look for a another truck. Mm. So they've thought that another is the word, and I think prob- maybe it was once. Right? Another. Another. Mm, it's like neither. Oh, I guess it's an other, isn't it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it used to be, though. Maybe before that. Maybe, maybe before that, though. It was another. Another. And then eventually they just moved the N across. And then it, that's why now it's... I don't like that either. It used to be I don't like that neither. Mm. I mean, look. And either. Yeah, is this anything? Is this anything? <laughs> is this a sketch? One thing that my, my kid who talks can't quite, no matter how many times I correct him, he goes, he just put, uses the word what, where you should use the word that. So he goes, I'll be the dog what has a cape. Mm. Right? I saw a cupcake what had sprinkles on it. Mm. And I and I keep that had sprinkles on it. Or Yeah, what is that what is that? I don't know. Why well that is what? Like what <laughs> I just don't uh, yeah, know. Yeah, but it, it I think that is a kind of like a speech flaw that you sometimes see even in grown adults, mm. right, who haven't necessarily oh, yeah. learned the Queen's English particularly yeah. well. Right? But great if the Queen started teaching English so that we could just have standard English. Mm, well, I mean, if the masterclass people haven't been in touch with the Queen, this is- <laughs> the Queen teaches English. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you haven't if you're if you're not getting the same targeted Facebook ads as yeah. we are, then there's this 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 series of masterclasses that they're selling that are taught by like you know a Robert. Um, Oh God, I can't think of any of the examples. Um, uh, who's the Who's the guy from, from uh, Judd Apatow? Judd does Apatow comedy. teaches comedy. Thank Steve you, Steve Mar- Stephen King. Stephen teaches King teaches writing. writing, or like um, the lady who, from who wrote The Handmaid's Tale. Mm, Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood teaches writing. Mm. Um, so this is yeah. the Queen teaches English. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a coop, coop. 
What a coup. What a coup. Yeah. As in, um, like, it's a thing filled with chickens? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you know, the the royals always seem like they're struggling for money. There's always... They're always they? Yeah, I thought you always hear, like, they're all they're down to their last 15 million or something. I've never heard that. Well, I heard that I in the last I think they're always team. doing okay. No, I mean, they're doing okay. They're getting funds from the government and stuff like that, but... But they also... They must own so much land. Isn't she like the biggest landholder in England? I imagine she gets a whole lot of money from rent and shit like that. I don't know. I feel like Is maybe she a they... landlord? I'm not sure. Do they Maybe not. Maybe maybe she technically owns it but it's actually owned by the government? Like oh maybe that's what crown land is. Do you think that's all the queen's but but actually not hers. Yeah. Like she doesn't Like like she's she's the head of state but she's not really got any power yeah. that kind of thing. So she's like a landlord of you know, like a like a landlord figurehead. Mm. Imagine if she just decided to sell it all up because she wanted it all in cash now. Mm. She wanted to do that <laughs> that Scrooge McDuck thing or whatever, and dive into the gold coins. Now that would be a tourist attraction if the Queen sold everything, mm. right, and just had it all in money, mm. and you could go around and look at the Queen's money. And you can't see Buckingham Palace anymore. Well, mm. I suppose you can still see it. But it's not but hers. It'll be under the it'll be under the money. Yeah. She has now she has just a huge pile. Let's go and look at the Queen's money. Now there's something to guard. Mm. You know? And she well, she guards it herself now. She's <laughs> she she's always walking around her pile mm. of money. Just and she's got a life in her now that you've never seen before. <laughs> oh, she paces. I she's, bet. And she's, she's got a shotgun. <laughs> I forgot about that movie idea we had with the Prince Philip or whatever who... Mm, has too much time on his hands. Yeah. Starts hassling people. Yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but he collides... In my mind, it was because he collided with somebody at Bunnings. Mm. Like, or, like a hardware <laughs> store. Already we've like made such trolleys. a huge leap. He's Yeah, like, you know, he's he's gone out for a royal outing and there's just one other... Maybe some other guy who works at Bunnings because mm. it's like they would probably reserve the whole Bunnings so that he could do it mm. himself or whatever. But he, 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 their trolleys collide in an aisle, mm. and then he's like, infuriated. He's infuriated, seething with rage. Yeah, and the guy's like, oh, whoops! And he's just some slacker, mm. y- you know, dude, who's just like, oh, sorry, hi, like that. And he just goes off, and then he's just like, he just puts that in his mind. And he's, and then he's the enemy with too much time on his hands, mm. and he's so petty. Like that, and then he just finds ways. He has to sneak this out of the This is Prince power. Philip. This is Prince Philip or whoever mm. is, you know, a top royal at the time mm. of the making of this thing. Prince Charles, he'd have a lot of frustration in his life, so he might want to take mm. it out on somebody. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then so he's sneaking out of the palace at night mm. without the guards seeing him. He goes out as out. a guard who's like, you know, pretends to be a guard going off sure. duty and then gets into a car. Goes and throws stuff at this guy's house. Mm. Call then it him escalates. Up. Mm. Kills his dog. That's right. Mm. But he has to hide it from the papers and from everybody else. You know, you can't. Nobody ever talks about this as a good reason to have a pet. But it's probably worth having a pet so that if a psychopath ever develops a vendetta for you, mm. they have a really obvious thing to kill on the way to killing you. Mm. That's right. So it's like a little buffer. It's like a canary down the mine or yeah. something like well, that. Well, you could have a canary. Sure. And perfect. you could live down a mine. <laughs> and that way they'll kill that on the way down to you. Um, is that a, is that a, is that Well, a I can't remember idea? whether or not we've already come up with that here. No, my other one about having a, having oh, a pet. Yeah, having so a that like, like a sacrificial pet. Mm. You know, so that people have something to kill and you're like, somebody's killed my, killed my dog. That means they're probably going to kill me next. I mean, maybe this is a good way to sell. You know, they have a lot of animals that people aren't adopting mm. <laughs> that are going to get put down anyway, probably if they're not adopted. So you'd be crazy not to adopt one as like a sacrificial pet Absolutely. to have for psychopaths who have a vendetta against you. It's a you small investment that will, you know, really pay dividends later on mm-hmm. once you've infuriated someone to the point of them wanting to kill you. And Correct. it is your fault if someone wants to kill you. Absolutely. You. Yes. Um, uh, I have an idea that I've remembered that is, I came up with a little while ago, but it was an off-pod idea. Mm. But it was about, you know how like people talk Drop about... it into the pod. People talking about um, that, you know, because of climate change, uh, should you think twice before having more kids, mm. you know, or having a kid or whatever like that. And I go, 
climate change is a reason to have kids, mm. right? Because then if everything collapses, you're producing your own meat. You've got something that you can eat <laughs> when when the apocalypse comes. Sure. You know, sure. you and your, you know, you like what you don't realize is that your partner is Hungry. essentially a meat factory. Yep. <laughs> yep. And and then you can make a new beast, like a new sort of roast or whatever. Mm. Every you know, and the longer you keep them, the more meat you get. Mm. That's just basic agriculture, isn't yeah. it? So that's it, yeah, anyway. <laughs> and, well, I, th- I think we should bring that up with these people because, uh, you know, the <laughs> they're the idiots. They're well, the ones who are think, doing not it. Thinking, I mean, they're going to go, well, okay, yeah, They're not changes. thinking about the future at all. Exactly. What are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? Nothing. You can't, you can't eat your morals. Mm, <laughs> only when the last tree has died and the... <laughs> And the last, last fish has been killed. Do you realize you can, you can eat, eat your, your children. children? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, that's inspiring. Do you think that's a sketch idea? Um, in what format would you feel comfortable putting that out into the world, Alistair? Obviously, other than a musing on a podcast. Uh, maybe as a as sketch. As a motivational poster? Yeah, well, sure, as a sketch. But, like, what form does it take as a sketch? You're... Talking well, to mean, your beloved about... I mean, maybe it's something we could make and then put it into one of those um, things for people who love, like, to be... Like, to, who are preppers. Mm. And just talking about how, like, well, this is my f- f- first, you know, protocol. Because I'm also, obviously, I'm going to have a lot of salt in my thing so I can, you know, store the meat and things yeah. like that and preserve it. And that maybe go... Make it last for a long time. And You think this is just too horrible? <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, it's reason. It's reasonably horrible, Alistair. But you know, it it could be great. But it could be great. You could also eat parts to yourself. Do you think you can, how much true. of yourself can you eat and still be functional? Yeah, can you eat like I mean, a calf muscle? That feels. They like... wouldn't have called it a calf muscle if it wasn't supposed <laughs> to be eaten. If it wasn't, why did they name it after a succulent beast? Yeah, exactly. They may as well call it the veal part of the leg. Mm, yes. And then the... Uh... It's like it doesn't look like it, 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 it needs to use as much muscle as there is there. Like, it seems strange. Like, what could... Like, I that's, that's bigger what, than... Maybe that's what bodybuilders are working towards, why they've got so much unnecessary muscle, mm-hmm. so that they've got all that stuff to eat. That's right. And that they, they can slow cook later on when the apocalypse comes. I wonder if that muscle is... is, is it'll be tough. It'll be yeah, tough, it'll be sure. tough, but Andy... I mean, it's the apocalypse. You're not complaining mm. about the toughness of meat. Mm. And also, you dunk it in some pineapple juice for about an hour. Yes, but no longer. No longer, because then it'll start getting a bit dusty feeling. Mm. But put it in there for about an hour. Mm-hmm. So you've got pineapple juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got your own muscles, your own bodybuilder mm-hmm. muscles. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can just keep trimming until, you know, like, there are no, there are vital organs, but there are no vital muscles. Mm. I think, I, I wonder if like, you wouldn't necessarily, you, how about this, Alistair? How about this as a compromise, mm. right? You're not uh, eating your own muscles, but what you have done is you've got implants all over your body mm. of sort of uh, high, high density, you know, fatty, mm. sugary foods. So that look like muscles. Yeah. Right, but that you can then basically drink um, when you need. Right, sure. sort of like a camel's hump. Mm. You can feast on your own resources. Okay, yeah. Which so I, ge- I guess what I'm desc- desc- describing here are fat deposits that the human body normally has, but now mm-hmm. they take the f- form of little sort of insertable sachets. You know what? I'll write it down. Because not because now you look good because you. You can get them mm-hmm. put into places that you want to look like abs yeah. and look like a good badonkadonk ass or whatever it is that you're hoping so for. Abs Junk in your a, trunk. A, so abs and a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the dream? It is. But Andy, so I'll write it down, okay? Uh, having children so that you can eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alistair, if that's what you want to write down, then... That's what will be written down because as we've, as we've established, you're the man holding the pen clenched in your buttocks. And but I Andy, can't... if you did get a sword, 
you know, for this yeah. room. Well, the pen being yeah, the mighty. pen. I mean, they they claim the pen is mightier, but I think that if you had a sword and you pointed it at me and you told me your sketch ideas, yes, you'd write them down. I'd write them down. I had a knife here for the uh, 200th episode. I ah, you didn't use I it. I didn't use it. It's not about the size of the knife. It's about how you use it. Yeah, you point the it motion of the ocean. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. It's not the size of the knife. It's the threat to take the life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little, one of those little handy little phrases that helps the criminal think uh, of exactly the processes that they've got to get th- go through in their various extortion attempts. I think the problem with, you know, um, um, you know, foods that aren't injected into the p- places where you would have muscles in your body mm. is that people can steal them. People can steal your your prep underground cabin mm. or whatever, but nobody can steal your pecs. Yes, like that except for you when you drink them that one time, mm-hmm. right? So you've, you'll or have, cannibals, or cannibals, yeah. But then they've taken already more. Yeah. Because I guess they're not coming to you and just sort of sticking a straw in your boob and... I drink your peck. Shake. Shake. Um, Alistair, I think uh, I think we did good. I think yeah. we got us got some sketch ideas written down. Yeah, we're back. You know, <clears throat> I, think, I think we're more or less back. Episode one, season two, mm-hmm. completed. Great. Um, um, do you want me to read through the sketches? Alistair, please. We've got one. This is called The Withering Body, but this is either s- seasonal... Or single-use body parts that, as soon as you either use them or you hit fall or autumn, mm-hmm. um, they wither up and dry, and then they fall to the ground, and a new one grows. Yeah, right. I like the single-use, and he likes the seasonal. Because I like to walk through a drift of dried penises. Is that wrong? <laughs> sure. I mean, I guess that would mean that would there would have to be sort of like a a walking of the like you know every fall or autumn. All the men would go out into the park, mm. and their brown, their browning penises would mm. fall off, waft to the ground, waft to the ground like that. And then people would with rakes would sort of, <laughs> rake them you up. know, or people would walk and kick them up like that, and they would mm. flap up into the air. Yeah, and like that. dogs jump into huge piles of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people would, you know, just light them on fire. Mm. Um, then we've yeah. got butt. The butt gripping pen brothers, <laughs> and this is one idea, two brothers, two different, two fundamentally different approaches that can't be reconciled. Mm-hmm. Do you build the platform or do you sell purpose built products? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the right thing to do? That's right. Then we got addictol, mm. which is a drug that doesn't do anything bad, doesn't do anything good. It just gets you addicted, you know. That's almost cigarettes. Like, I feel like almost the only thing that a cigarette does mm. is make you, like, having a cigarette makes you temporarily quells the desire to have another cigarette. I think, yeah, I think in the end, any drug kind of, because because it becomes so mundane, it yeah, just, right. it does be kind of, kind of become like that. You go, oh, no, it's just an addiction. Oh, it's that's not, why I'm, you're chasing a high that you're never going to get. Yeah. Man. So now then you're kind of just having it so you don't feel bad or you're just mm. having it because you're used to having mm. it. Then we got roundup, roundup sign-up service, oh, yeah. or and ri- round down. Just signs up the costs of uh, rounds up the costs of things that you purchase. So that, like when you look at your bank account, it's just these nice round chunks That's of right. money coming out. And so you can send them, th- you know, thirty cents. You know, mm. even just like it's 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 a card. It's a credit card that we do. It's not a credit card. It's a debit card. It's so so that when you pay for something, it always rounds it up, and then. This sends might, the rest of the money to us. This might be a good saving kind of thing. Actually, there already is an app that does that where really? it rounds it up for you and then puts the money into a savings. Really? Thing. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Mm. Oh, I wish I'd thought of that. You did? Yeah. <laughs> you did Earlier, though. Yeah. No. Earlier. But, Andy, even if you'd thought of it now, were you about to go home and... Yes, and I was, was going to dedicate my life to it. <laughs> That was my thing. I'm going to be that guy. We're drowning in ideas, which means that we don't focus on a single one. Correct. Um, We got Scam Franchise. This is it sells you a franchise in which you can do all sorts of scams that you want to do. You go along to Scam College and yeah. they teach you all the scams. No longer is being a fr- is, is going to be uh, being a franchisee be, be synonymous with getting scammed. No, this is a franchise that you get involved in that allows you to do the scamming. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. 
Then we got the Queen Masterclass teaching English. Yes. I mean, that's a great idea. What a get. Oh. What a great get. Oh, that's a, like, I mean, that ad should be made right now. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm going to go do it right now. I'm going to dedicate my life to it. Go, Andy. Well, I mean, all you got to do is just get a little costume. Get an old lady. You don't need, you could do it. Somebody's got to operate the camera. Well, that's what the old lady's for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a sacrificial pet to find out if someone wants to kill you. Yes. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, I don't know why other people get pets. As as somebody who doesn't own pets, mm. right? Now I'm just living surrounded by people who do own pets, and you go, all your pets are super annoying. I can't mm. go outside my house now. I can't go into my own backyard and hang up clothes without being barked at. Mm. Just uncomfortable, just like horribleness. If it's that just... was a person, what would that be like? Someone who just yells at you. Mm. Someone yelling the word bark mm -hmm. at you. Then it gets another dog going. Mm. Then you're just having to listen to two really angry creatures mm. yell at you. And each other. And each other. Anyway. But, you know, if you have it for the purposes of... You know, protecting yourself. Yeah. You know, knowing if someone's trying to kill you, you know, I can let it go. But if it was for that, Andy, it's mm -hmm. not for that. People are doing it for the selfish act of wanting to be loved. Yes. <laughs> and then there's having children so that you can eat them and then also getting injections into your pecs and butts. For so preppers. That you can, for, that you can drink. Mm -hmm. that it's like that can. gel, that gel that they give to marathon runners. It's mm -hmm. just sort of like a high sugary energy gel thing that you mm -hmm. can just put under your tongue and it just You know, or it could be those those dense energy bars. And you can squeeze it out of your nipple if it's in your peck. Oh, that's And you can good. drink it. That's right. Just a syrup. It could be, yeah. be, like, be like a colostrum-man, you know, colostrum-man. Mm -hmm. It would be a colostrum-y bag that you get put in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then if there's ever any... God, you hope there's never any confusion down at the factory. Where they, I don't you know think, why they've got the full colostomy bags yeah. at the factory. The factory is selling it pre-filled. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, fantastic. And dung, 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 Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. We really do appreciate yeah, it. It's good to have people listening to just a good normal hour episode now. Correct, mm. correct. And um, I think well, oh, we, what we didn't tell you is that now our new policy is we, we'd already been recording for 16 hours before we hit record on this episode. We just feel that we need the run-up now these days. We prefer yeah. to do it that way. That's right, yeah. Because um, so we, we don't want to give you too many good ideas. That's why we're tired now in every episode. We've correct, done 16 correct. hours prior. Um, um, we've, we've appeared on, we're appearing on The Weekly Planet. Correct. So you should listen to their podcast. It's a, it's a very good podcast comic book movies and movies in general. We're on there talking about Ad Astra. They are such funny and also good people. Unbelievably funny and unbelievably good. Who do things for the world as well. Mm -hmm. You know for they're the raising world. money for uh, for climate change on yes, their podcast? I know this. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we also appear at the end of a do go on episode yeah. with Matt Stewart. Yeah, the, the, they've got a got a new episode coming out about some kind of cult, sex cult, some kind of sex cult, Christian yeah, sex we're cult. In that doing the little wrap up, just on at that. the wrap up at the end, and plugging this. And so it, if you've listened to this, go listen to that and be told to come back here. That's right. Um, a while ago, I was on a podcast called um, uh, on on Rory's podcast from the Dog Hair Network. The Dog Hair Network. Dog Hair Network presents. Right, and we were talking about. Um, uh, I was. I talked about Terry Pratchett, so I'll try and remember to put a link down for, below for that because mm -hmm. I forgot to plug that. But it was a lot of fun talking to Rory. So, right. if you want to hear me talk about Terry Pratchett, uh, I'm on his podcast. Excellent. And um, uh, I think that's everything. I'm at uh, Andy, stupid old Andy, on Twitter. I'm at Alistair TB. We would love it if you review us on iTunes. There have been some beautiful reviews on iTunes. Some gorgeous reviews. Thank you from so gorgeous much. Gorgeous people. And that's very nice. And it fills us. our lives with joy. Correct. And if you want to sign up to the Patreon, that also fills our lives with money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some tiny bits of money. Joyous that you money. Can throw three dollars for the um, to give a suggestion, and eight dollars to get bonus episodes. Exactly. Which currently includes Sci-Fi Try Guys and uh, just Side Tank and different things like that. And it's a big um, back catalog now. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? We, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.